0: you are listening to the official podcast of the Hardest Working Culture, the American Allegiance Podcast. This podcast was formed to give you what our education system fails to, real life lessons that we have experienced and battled with that you can learn from and apply. There are no ads, no sponsors, no bullshit. All we ask is that if you enjoyed an episode, share it with a hardworking friend. Let's fucking go. Oh, the bigger the feel, the harder you ball as my money long the quicker you are here the faster
1: you go that's why where i come from The only thing we know is on back was out the rain of find now war back my niggas up winning equals loyalty execution and time <laughs> nick's going to tell you and it's going to rhyme <laughs> I might, I might. <laughs> should we turn this into a song <laughs> no we're way too rap right right shit, shit. <laughs> okay google Stop. <laughs> we ready?
0: Yeah. What's up, guys? This is the American Allegiance podcast, home of the hardest working culture. I'm your host, Nick Welsh. And remember, we don't have fucking problems. We just have more work to do. Today is November 28th. I am joined by my co-host here, Eric Big B Hines, Hines. Episode 5, <laughs> Episode five. And uh, guys, I'm just gonna get right into it today. No housekeeping. I don't really know how long this episode's gonna go, but I do have a topic of discussion, and I think it's important. I think we're just gonna get right to it. So we had a good week. Um, this week was really good. It was Black Friday. We had a lot of goals. We had a lot of things to accomplish this week. And on top of all that, I came back to full duty on the department, and I had a lot of shit to get done um, in a very short time span. And I knew that going into Monday. I knew there was going to be a lot of variables. I knew there was a lot of pieces that had to be put together and a lot of things in place to execute. And we, I'm going to give the entire team credit here, did a very good job at executing this plan just like we have done for really the last couple months or so since eric has moved down here and really helped me out with the 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 business and everything that we've got going on we had a plan coming into this end of the year this last quarter of the year that we were going to kill it and we were basically going to make 2020 our bitch, and that's exactly what we've done Uh, this is the year that most people have complained about and all they've done is made excuses And instead of doing that, we've made this the most productive year that we've had business wise, but also with a lot of other areas in our lives. So this week was a huge win for us. And um, I was thinking about that and I was thinking about, you know, the little components that winning takes and I'm trying to break it down into a formula of how we've gotten to the point that we've gotten right now. And by no means am I saying that we are successful because we're not even close in my eyes, We're still just getting started, and we've got a lot of work to do, but in terms of the progress that we've made over the course of the last two years since American Allegiance was established, this was by far our best week, and it's been our best quarter, and it's a small win, and you have to document and celebrate those wins accordingly. So guys, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to break down winning into three steps, and I put it into a formula that I've kind of thought about and established of what I felt was the three most components of how winning is done. And this is just based on my experience, and this is just based on my business knowledge to this point, and everybody might have a different way of doing things, but based on what I know so far and what I've learned, this is how it's given, okay? Winning equals loyalty plus execution plus time. And I'm gonna break down these three elements into subcategories. First, I wanna talk about loyalty. Okay, loyalty is a two-part system. Loyalty to me means the leader of the company, the CEO, in that case myself, setting a blueprint, setting a plan and a mission for the entire team to accomplish. For example, this is the goal. This is what we have to do. This is where we want to be. This is the vision of where everybody should be by this certain time. And in order to do that, we have to follow these certain steps and these certain expectations, okay? And while giving out that blueprint, that leader is also executing on those certain things themselves. They're leading by example. They are showing with their actions exactly what needs to be done while also setting the tone and telling the team that, hey, you need to follow these certain steps because I know that if everybody on the team does this and we all execute according to plan, everybody's going to be where they want to be and they're going to accomplish their goals. That's the first part of loyalty. The second part of loyalty is the team also executing on all of those expectations that were set out by the leader, okay? So... The leader sets the tone. He sets out the expectations, A, B, C, D, and E. This is what needs to be done for this year. And you're gonna do it this often. And by the fourth month, if we don't hit these certain numbers based off of these expectations, then look at the plan and we change it according to what's going on. And we course correct. Okay? So loyalty is two part. You've got the leader setting the expectations, setting the tone, but also leading by example and following his words with actions. And then you've got the team following up, executing with those expectations and also doing it. Winning takes a team effort. It's not a one person job and it has to have everybody on the same page meeting a certain standard to get to a certain goal. That's loyalty. The second part of the winning formula is execution, and I've already mentioned this word a couple times in the podcast, but the execution is the action. You can't just say you're going to do something and not follow it up with action, okay? We go back to loyalty. We talk about the expectations. We talk about the certain steps that it takes. Those steps mean nothing if it's not followed up with actual action and actual Things that you've done and accomplished that are going to contribute to the team and the overall mission, okay? And this is going to go into the third point, which is time. You have to execute over a long period of time. You can't execute for a couple weeks and then take a couple weeks off and then go back and start being productive. It's doing the things that you know need to be done even when you don't feel like doing them, okay? So the third part of the winning formula is time. And guys you have to understand that that winning takes a long time there's no such thing as overnight success there's no such thing as luck in winning its executing on your plan it's being loyal over a long period of time let me put this in perspective I started American Allegiance near the tail end of 2018 okay I actually didn't release the first American Allegiance product until may of 2019 okay here we are november of 2020 two years into the mission sales have really just gotten to the point where we're we're paying for what we're producing right now okay we're still not really profiting by any means this is what i'm talking about when it takes time guys because you think, you see, you know, the video that we produce and you see the pictures and you see the, the the cool stuff online, the highlight reel that comes on Instagram through American Allegiance and you're like, man, you know, Nick's killing it. American Allegiance is doing big things. There was a lot of failures over the last two years just to put in play where we are right now. And that's why I constantly say, guys, I'm just getting started and it's a trial and error, trial and error period that takes a long, a long amount of time. And by no means am I saying I'm where I want to be because this is the standard now. What you see right now is the standard moving forward and we're only going to excel as a team. As we put in this winning formula forward, which by the way, it took me two years to even understand what it really took to win. I was riding by myself for a long time. I didn't understand what it took to win. And I still don't. This could be completely wrong. But based on the progress that I've seen over the last two years, I put this formula into play and the whole team is going to execute based off this formula moving forward. And then we're going to see the results and whether it works or not, you know, like I said, we'll course correct. And then maybe I make, make another podcast this time next year with an addition to that winning formula or a fourth element. But right now, based on my knowledge, this is what we're going through.
1: <clears throat> I think uh, it's called a formula for a reason. And, you have to have all three of those parts to get a a win. And if you are missing one of those things, just like if a person doesn't embody every single one of the core values, then they're going to be in question as whether they actually belong with the brand and fit with the brand. They're a
0: cancer at that point. They're holding the morale and the momentum of the team down at that point.
1: Yeah. So when you talk about when the leader sets the expectations, those are not only the minimum standard, But that ties directly into each of those three parts of winning in loyalty, execution, and time. When I think of loyalty, um, I think it goes beyond just the commitments to the expectations the leader sets. It's a certain level of trust, right? When you think of the word loyalty, you think of the word trust. Is that person going to be reliable? Do you need to check up on them all the time? Are they going to commit to the meetings and to the events and to the expectations that are laid out in front of them. It's almost like I equate it to everybody has that one friend they know they can call on that will come to their every need that you don't need to explain the situation, how bad or how daunting it is that person's there for you. And that's kind of where I relate, you know, the loyalty pieces you want that same commitment and trust level from your team and from your um, employees and when you talk execution one little uh, tidbit that I've always worked on as um, I've been executing throughout the years is you create a plan and once you have the plan then you execute against that plan does everything always go according to plan absolutely not there's adjustments that need to be made so you got to take a step back and you got to reflect and then once you reflect and you understand, you know, where the situation is from detaching from it, then you can make adjustments and that's how you properly execute so that you are making sure you're going to get a win. And then the time Nick's exactly right. I mean, you have to understand that this is not an overnight process. You guys may look at the surface and you may see that things look great, but there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the background that's a struggle or that's a hardship or an iteration that we have to go through and we may take a couple L's along the way, but that's what's going to lead to the good products and the good morale and the good, everything that we're producing in the long run. So you have to be patient and you constantly have to have the long term in mind. If you get caught up in the short term goals and you don't think about the overall goal from a big picture, then you're going to get lost in the weeds and you're not going to really have a true grasp on that final piece of the formula in time. So that's kind of where I come from um, in that approach.
0: And I think this team has done and continues to do a really good job at executing on all those things you just said. And to go back to the trust portion of loyalty, that comes from your actions being displayed time and time again, with you being self-initiative on your actions and not You know the leader having to follow up with you and constantly ask you to do things you go out of your way Because the way I look at it guys is yeah, okay We've got athletes right we've got athletes on this team, but I hate the word athlete Everybody on this team is a leader which we're actually going to make a move moving forward and we're renaming the whole word athlete to leader on this team and that is what the title is going to be because There isn't one leader and everybody else is a follower. The way I look at the American Allegiance team is that everybody is their own individual leader in their own life and they have to act accordingly as such if we're going to reach the mission and be ultimately successful as a company, okay? So everybody's a leader and you become a leader by self-initiating those actions and picking up the slack where the team is lacking. So if you see a downfall or you see something that needs corrected and you're on the team and you feel that you can contribute to that because you see the overall mission and the long-term goal that Eric was talking about and that can contribute to that, it's your job to step up without being asked to do so and fill that void. That's what a leader does and our team does a really good job at doing that and that's why we've gotten to the point where we had a really successful week and a really successful end of this year, okay? Now, Not everybody is like this. Not everybody operates on this type of level. And if that's not you, that's fine. I don't know why you're listening to this podcast if that's the case. (laughs) Because this podcast is based around leveling up and excelling at, you know, areas. Everything. Everything. Bettering yourself. So that you can reach goals that you didn't originally think were attainable. You're not Mm -hmm. happy with your average life. You're not happy with your 9 to 5. What can you do to make things better? And these are the steps you take to do that. So, you know, if you wanna stay where you're at, keep living pretty regular, you know, working your nine to five and uh, asking yourself how we're doing it, then that's fine, that's cool, doesn't change my day.
1: Yeah, we'll continue to provide this content regardless and it's no harm, no foul. Just understand that when we lay the tools out for you and you do nothing with them or you think that you're living a certain way And you're not real with yourself and taking a step back that you know there's improvements that you can make because the reality is there's always improvements to have uh been made nick and i realize that constantly and i'll even ask just like i had asked nick a couple weeks ago i said hey man you know truly and honestly what can i do better to be a better roommate a better friend and a better business partner and we had that real conversation of here's some quirks and some things that you can work on or that I just don't completely understand, you know, the way you operate here. Can you enlighten me on that? And it goes, it's reciprocated. It goes both ways. And that's how you continuously improve. But it's difficult because not a lot of people, A, like to have those conversations and B, take the information well. The ego gets offended and then, you know, people get defensive. And that's when you start to have, you know, some edginess and some, kind of just brushing off the wrong way in your relationship and that's that's not a good thing to have you got to be able to take a step back and to realize that it's it's from a, a place of improvement and less of trying to you know hurt your um your personal well-being yeah and i think the reason why people shy
0: away from those conversations is because they're Almost scared to hear what the response is going to be from that person. So, for instance, if you go, if I go to you and I say, What can I do to be a better friend or a better uh, employee? whatever your case is, mm-hmm. maybe it's at a business and you're going to your boss and you're asking them, What can you do uh, outside of your job responsibility to make sure the mission is accomplished? Those people are almost scared that they're going to be tasked with something that. Is outside of their comfort zone Mm -hmm. so they don't want to be put in that position to do a job that they might not excel at so they think about that and they almost psych themselves out of it and it deters them from even having the conversation or initiating that boss or initiating that friend and asking that question but guys you don't understand how far that conversation could go if you're in a job right now where you haven't been promoted in ten years and you're looking for a way to get your name out there, to be you know, a significant piece of your team, a linchpin as Seth Godin calls it in his book, which by the way, great book if you haven't read that book. It's one of my favorite books that I've read and you should really read it if you're looking to do something with what I'm about to tell you, which is go out of your way to make yourself valuable in your company or within your team or within your friend space. You go to that person and you ask, what can I do for you? And whatever they say, whatever the first thing that comes onto their mind and they ask you to do, you do it and you accomplish it quick. Because once you get that first win, that's how the loyalty is built. That's how the trust is built. Then you go back to them and you ask, hey, mission accomplished. What what else can I do for you? They give you another task, you do that again. This is how good relationships are built. This is how good employees are built. This is how you stand out and you become valuable. And eventually you get promoted if you're working in a job setting and you're looking to do this on your job. But that is the loyalty piece of the winning formula right mm-hmm. there guys. That's it. And that this is why our team has been really successful because I don't have to go to anybody and ask them to do stuff. They self-initiate, they rise to the occasion, and they get shit done on their own terms, and that's why we're all called leaders.
1: Let's talk about something real quick that you had kind of subtly mentioned in your talk with the scenario of going to your boss and saying, "Hey, you know, where can I improve?" And you guys going into it with expectations of how your boss or whoever in the scenario is going to respond. And you're really just inducing fear at that point because you don't know exactly what that person's saying, but you're already creating thoughts in your head on how you think the scenario is going to play out. So, number one, that's a no no. But when we talk about execution, you know, fear is a big part of it initiating anything for the first time or doing something that you've never done before is a scary thing. But you have to realize, number one, that this stuff's created in our head. That we're creating this fear of failure, of it not going exactly the way we want it to, okay? Things don't transpire perfectly, they never do. And things rarely go according to the plan that you create. So the biggest thing you can do uh, from an execution perspective is not be afraid to fail uh in fact i would replace the word failure or loss with lesson you always want to be able to have a takeaway from doing something for the first time or doing something that that maybe is a little bit differently than you approach it you know um a big thing in leadership that nick and i both understand from reading several books which we will eventually just like Seth Godin's Lynchpin and others will
0: do book reviews. Yeah,
1: we'll do book reviews on these episodes and I think that's going to just be another step in the right direction of bringing you guys the maximum value to improving yourself. But uh, one of the big things with that in leadership is being receptive to different ways of doing things. It doesn't mean just the the old saying of if it ain't broke, don't fix it does ring true but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be receptive to different approaches and different ways of doing things so it's not always doing something completely new but it's also doing things that you're not used to doing them in a certain way and that's all going to lead to growth and it's all going to lead to wins just like nick talked about before when you talk about it in the scope of a day all the little tasks that you have in that day, whether it leads to a win or loss, and then all the days that you have counted as a win or loss in that week and so on and so forth, that compounds and measures from a really long-term perspective and you're able to really gauge how you're tracking in your progress as an individual but also in the success on what you're tracking towards, what your goal is, what your overall mission is, just like Nick talks in the context of American Allegiance, if you're not following through on these things on a minute level, then they're not going to equal what you want on the grand level.
0: Yeah, and there's a term called failing forward, just to go back to your failing point, And you have to keep that in the back of your mind when you're creating this stress in your head. Which is really all we're doing. We're just creating stress in our head that is not even warranted mm-hmm. because you're creating a scenario that hasn't even played out yet and then you stress about it because all you think about is the worst case scenario and how bad it could good could go. You don't even look about the positives or the outcome or the long term benefits of hey, what if I reach out to this person? He gives me a mission, I accomplished that mission better than he expected it to. He notices that, puts me in a better position and all great things happen we don't we don't play that out though we think about what if he gives me something that i can't accomplish and then i fail at it and then i'm looked at as well shit i'm the guy that failed if i would have just stayed in my place i would have never been in that position to begin with we create these scenarios in our head that stress us out and it's some it's unwarranted stress it's stress that you know it's it's fake is is how i look at it and guys you have to become uncomfortable in these types of situations. You have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with failing. And even if you don't do the mission up to par and you do fail, you know, to the certain expectation level that was given, you learn from that and you make sure it doesn't happen again. And as long as you're learning from it and you're applying what you what you learned to the next mission, you're moving forward and you're progressing and you have to take Notes of that, of those little progression steps, because we don't give ourselves enough credit for the failures that we really do. So, guys, that's really all I got for this episode. I don't want to drag it out too much. This is a pretty direct podcast. I'm not even going to take any questions today on this podcast. Um, I just want to kind of leave it at the winning formula and break down the week that we had. And for all of you guys that were wondering, you know, how did you get up to the point where you Created this week and this black friday release and all these cool things that you got going on um, Understand that it takes time. It takes a team effort Takes loyalty on both parts and it takes execution. It takes the actual actions So guys if you want to stay where you're at You know, you want to remain average I suggest you just turn this podcast off, but Maybe you listen maybe you take one little nugget and you apply it to your life and that's great But if not, that's cool, too doesn't change my day but don't tell you that i didn't tell you the formula on how to succeed because this is how we're doing it and this is how we're going to continue to do it over time all right but if you want to win you want to be on a team that has a mission and goals and good things to come well you can get on my train because we're going places and everyone's going to get a piece of pie.